as I make my way. The fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to waste. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, busting down that blow. Out of East Side Hope, when they know my name. Can you dig it, dig it, sucker? Can you dig it, sucker? What up, what up, Fancy Football Hustler back at you, and oh yeah, bringing you another episode of FNT, oh yeah, and we got Bogart in the building, he's handling some daddy daycare, he'll be here in a second, David P in the building, what up bro, and JC Money said crazy shit going on in Tampa, yeah, we'll wait for Bogey to get back here, that's one of the first thing we're going to be talking about. Dion, what up, bro? How's it going, man? He said, dope-ass intro. Hell yeah, man. I love it. Way better than that one we had for most of the year, that's for sure. What up, Lee? What's going on, bro? And Claudio said, what up? So sick and tired of the A-B talk. Yeah, I mean, not a lot of news, you know, in general to talk about right now. So the A-B talk is all the rage. And Mark Melter in that building. What up, bro? Oh, yeah. Everyone on Facebook, make sure you do me a favor. Hop over to YouTube, Fantasy Football Hustler. Come show some love on YouTube. Go get subbed up, because when you get subbed up, you get entered into the signed Darius Leonard jersey giveaway that is going down this Sunday before the games kick off. Oh, yeah, it's going to be within the last hour. Even though a bunch of random people unsubscribed, um, we'll still we'll still do the giveaway uh, this Sunday. Antonio in the building. What up, bro? And Big Kong said, uh, based on what we've seen, who would you pick as a keeper for next year? A.J. Brown in the 12th round or Pittman in the 20th round? A.J. Brown. Hell yeah, A.J. Brown in the 12th. I mean, yeah, Pittman in the 20th is nice, but A.J. Brown is just, he's that dude. I mean, he got injured, yeah, and that that sucks, but he was killing it, though, when he played. Even in their run first uh, freaking offense that they got. All right. Let's see here. <clears throat> Some of the BS news. We got CEH. I mean, I guess it's not BS, but he's likely out on Sunday. So if you're still playing this week, double barrel Daryl, fire him up. It's a tough matchup. <clears throat> well, we got a lot of injuries. We got a lot of bunch. We got a lot of people out on COVID. We got p- people who might not play, you know, just because their squads have already clinched, or you know, maybe they're just out of the playoffs altogether. Hey. So Justin Fields, all week we're talking about how he's going to start, and now he's been added to COVID reserve. So he doesn't even have the five days um, that you need to be able to, uh, unless he's vaccinated, I guess. And then I guess you just need the uh, the one negative test and that's it so 
But it ain't looking good. Not on a Thursday. And same thing with Deontay Johnson. He's been added to COVID reserve as well. So for you week 18 people, Chase Claypool might be in play here. I mean, I don't know if I'd trust him, but there's like nobody else. Oh, where'd my hat go? You knocked off my hat. <laughs> Bogart can't be without the hat. I gotta stay in character. <laughs> it's funny. Yeah. I remember one time someone put in the comments, they were like, I bet you he has a bad hairline. I'm like, Brett, listen, bro. Not for no hairline. I just like wearing hats. Me too. I really like wearing hats. It's just a lot more fun. I mean, I don't know. I don't have I don't have crazy long blonde hair or something. I don't even know what a good a good hairdo would be. But man, I I just like I just like keeping it short, and uh, the hats are just fire. I actually got my barber. He slide through today. I'm hella happy because my yeah, it's my man's. He does the house calls and shit. You know what I mean? And I'm like, bruh. It's not like I couldn't have got cut. It was just working. You know what I mean? Now now I'm ready to get cleaned up. The champ. Gotta get shined up. Oh yeah, oh yeah. And Lee says, "How much?" Do you no, I was gonna say. Um, uh, going back to the AJ Brown thing, like, there's no way you're not picking taking AJ Brown over Pittman. You know what I mean? Especially, like, I mean, it's an eight round difference, but still, twelfth round for AJ Brown. That's already stealing. I mean, it's two players on a run first team, and like, like you know, there's still. If you if you tell me Tennessee has hella options, you're lying. You know what I mean? There's only yeah. AJ Brown, and then that's it to me. To, in my version, you know what I mean? Yeah, preseason we may have said Julio Jones was going to be yeah. a thing, but, but we mean, already like, seen that did not come to fruition. But like the dude said, from what we've seen this year, right? So based on that, yeah, I'm I'm going AJ. Yeah, for sure. What what's Pittman's stat line? Six touchdowns. I'm just ballparking here. Six touchdowns, seven hundred yards receiving. Let's see. Because if it, if that's where he's at, that's Alshon Jeffrey numbers from 2017 with uh, Carson Wentz in, in Frank Reich's system. Which because I I figured he was Pittman was going to be that role. You know what I mean? That's what they drafted him to be is that X receiver. And so I like the the idea of him, but on two teams that are run first, I'd rather I'd much rather have AJ Brown. Eight re- uh, 82 receptions, 1,018 yards, and uh, five tugs. Ooh, okay. So I was a little – I was I was shortchanging him on the yardage, but – and then I, I definitely overshot him on, on the tugs. I'm not mad at it. Two, three, four, five, six, seven. So there's only seven of his games where he eclipsed 70 yards. Okay. That's that's the thing that kind of sucks. Like I, we already talked about this year, how a thousand yard receiver is not going to be like a thousand yard receiver like in the I past. Mean, We're we have way more. We have eighteen, and in this week we might see a couple more eclipse a thousand. Yeah, no, we for sure are because there's there's a handful of people that have like you know less than fifty yards to go. Yeah, so, so it could easily it could easily be eclipsed. But the pass the pass heavy you know offense a thousand yards isn't what it used to be. Because, yeah, I mean, you may not even be – you're barely a top top 18, you know, where well, he's at. He's oh, one. He's he's like seven yards ahead of Brandon Cooks, who was like the last guy over 1,000 at 18. I want to argue this real quick, is that if we cut the season now and it was like – and that means it would have been 16 weeks, right? Yeah. We have 18 fucking 1,000-yard receivers. I don't know if I've ever seen that. 
I mean, that's a grip. I mean, this is a pass-heavy league. Yeah, directly, directly correlated from all the rule changes and everything favoring the pass, for sure. Yeah. And so, you know, you know I mean, five teams, going, teams going for it on fourth down at an all-time high, that definitely correlates with it. You know I mean? Oh, yeah, for and sure. Sending these drives. So we're gonna we're gonna see this more and more. Like I don't even know what he is as a, like what number. Let me see, like what number receiver stats wise for the season. Let me see. And, and Cooper Cup is about to set. He's about to set the standard of a seventeen week. Like yo, you gotta at least have like eighteen hundred to two thousand. Wow, you know what I mean? I mean, what did uh? He's wide receiver twenty. He's right. He's right. Uh, he's tied with Mike Williams, and uh, and Marquise. Wow, such a funny year. Yeah, and uh, Marquise, he just had uh, an extra touchdown, um, and only like thirty less yards, and um, he had like six more receptions. Um, Mike Williams, it's his eight touchdowns that got him up there because he's only got sixty-seven receptions. Yeah, Pittman's eighty-two, and Brown's it's- eighty-eight. His after week four, his like 16 or a 17 week pace was going to be like, you know, 1500 yards, fucking, you know, 120 catches. Like, but then, you know, that's just, he fell off so crazy. Like, I, I, I'm surprised he still finished as a WR2, but, you, but you're right. It's probably the tugs. For sure. And uh, I mean, the guys who are like right below him, the last four. So let's see. So he's 20. And and really, he's tied for twentieth, you know, with two other guys. So let's see, Williams, uh, 21, 22, 23, 24. Holy shit, scary Terry! If it ended right now, he finishes as the wide receiver twenty four. Well, well it still didn't suffice with the draft capital. No, hell no, because right okay. behind him with three points less is Darnell Mooney, and with five points less is Amon Ross St. Brown, seven points less is Christian Kirk. But but he was still higher than Amari Cooper. <laughs> wow. I mean, Cooper is boomer bust by definition. He's back to it. He's back to that boom bust. Yeah. I mean, when you have too many options like that, and then, then early on in the year, the run the run game was working, and then he had the injuries with COVID and all this, you know what I mean? Like he was doing pooper scooper things. That's why I call him Amari Cooper, the pooper scooper. When yeah. you pick him up, you're picking up a piece of shit half the time. Yeah. You can't I hear the- Baby. Here's a good question from Lee. Says, how much do you think Aaron Jones will see the field or will Dylan get the bulk of the work? I have him a championship. None of them. Yeah, I think may- maybe they get oh, in they for a series or two. So Aaron Rodgers did get an unlimited practice today. That was odd. But he also said on the McAfee show that he intended on playing like at least a series or two. Or and he's eyes eye, you know, I can't tell you that, you know what I mean? But I'm just saying, because I'm of the mindset they shouldn't play any of them. And if you do. I mean, you better hope they do. You better hope they 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 score you what what you need. And they're they already little, they already little, said that Jordan Love is starting. So I mean, unless they unless they retract that or something, or, or you know what, it could be like extra reps maybe in practice with your guys because you're about to go on like a two week hiatus basically if you're a, a yeah Packers starter. I yeah, I'm not listen. And, and Dylan's someone they need. In the stretch, it's probably going to be their third string guy, um, Taylor. Is that his name? Something Taylor? Yeah, yeah Taylor. Yeah, some, I forget his first name, but something Taylor. So, you know what I mean? That's probably the plug and play because you, you kind of want the running back against Detroit. You know what I mean? 
Yeah, and uh, they, they have no reason to play their guys. So even if Aaron Jones and A.J. Dillon play, they're probably not going to be playing much. Um, but yeah, Patrick Taylor, that's his name. I knew it was P. Taylor. But um, yeah, this is a shot to see what he's really got. I mean, these are valuable reps. And it's against, it's against uh, you know, a, a team that, you know, you can just really get some good work on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, all right, let's all the shit we've been practicing, we can get it in live action against the Detroit Lions. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, like that team twos are probably going to be ecstatic. Hell yeah. Yeah, get a whole game experience. All right, Mark's got a question for us. He says, and these three running backs using one as a flex. Um, Eckler, Penny, Mitchell, Elliott, Stevenson, Patterson, if Gibson is out, so Jay Patterson. Uh, Scott, if clears COVID, and uh, the and first also, three, yeah, for sure. The first three, definitely, yeah. And then also need two wide receivers Jefferson, Renfro, Lamb. The first two, yeah, I'm going the first two because who knows how long Lamb even plays or if he even plays at all. And like, he's just a guy who hasn't been producing like those other two, you know what I mean? So, in a game that really is not that meaningful, you know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. And uh, Lee said, do you think Cup keeps this up next year? What round will he be drafted in next year? Both of your thoughts. I think he keeps it up as long as he's healthy. It was That was always his issue of him getting hurt. But I think he's a first or second rounder, no doubt about it, next year. Okay. Assuming it's still Stafford and everything. Right? Hell yeah, this one's almost down for the count. Or she is, huh? Oh, yeah. yeah. Is <laughs> look at that. Not even five minutes of football. She's already asleep. There we go. Oh, fuck. <laughs> We've been doing it all year, man. I like it. <laughs> it help, helps me tremendously at the house. Oh yeah. Doing this show is like a part of my obviously it's a part of my daily routine. You know what I mean? Yes, doing the show. <laughs> and Big Kong says, I just pray that AJ Brown can stay healthy for an entire season next year. I mean, he's big. He goes hard and he takes hard hits. Like that, that's the thing that's tough. Here's the thing, too. The division is soft, bro. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like those are six. If you ask me, that's six good outings already in a 14-week fantasy season. You know what I'm saying? Um, they're obviously when they obviously won that division, so they're gonna have a number one schedule. You know what I mean? Um, and I listen. I love when a good player comes off a bad year. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Get him, you're going to get him out of value. In this case, he's keeping him, right? But you can yes. get him out of value and redraft. And it's a real thing, you know, saying a bounce back season. You know what I mean? Like, A.J. Brown is the bounce back candidate for sure. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, Joe Mixon in fantasy is probably the bounce, one of the bounce back uh, candidates of the year. Absolutely. Um, I guess Rashad Penny is like the career bounce back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fucking yeah, Cordell Patterson. We had two of those this year. Yeah, we had guys two were guys left for dead. Who were left for dead? There were supposed to be things in the fantasy realm years ago, many moons ago, and they here we are in twenty twenty or the past season, twenty twenty one. They get to show out finally. That's insane. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> and then, like someone like Brandon Cooks, it just seems like. He's just the same guy no matter where he's at, right? Just going to put up a foul wow. 
You know what I mean? Yeah, but people don't think that. I mean, everyone kind of hates on him. Like, yeah. Listen, including me. It, you know, for me, it was just like, I was like, man, I'm not fooling with Tyrod Taylor. Because Brandon Cooks was never not a value. Even right. when he put the Rams, maybe fourth round, third a third round, like in his, in going into 2018, that's when people were going crazy because they, they saw, you know, that they had traded for him. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Hell yeah. Crazy over it. He just ended up being that dude. Right. Let's see here. Oh, he's a Super Bowl curse too. Because he was with <laughs> he was with the Patriots. I mean, they they lost. Then he <laughs> to the Rams. They go play the Patriots in the Super Bowl. The Rams lose. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. And uh, that that is kind of crazy. Oh, he's over there and then uh, he went to the Rams when they lost, also, right? Yep. How about this? If you really look at it, because I was just thinking this right now, there's a lot of high-profile receivers in their twilight of their career. Maybe not twilight, but just later on. They go somewhere, have success, lose the Super Bowl, a la Terrell Owens with the Eagles. Yep. Right? Um, Jerry Rice with the Raiders. Yep. Um, hold on. What'd you do to him? I'm doing the show, y'all. You better calm him down. No, he didn't. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, here's one. Randy Moss comes to my Niners. Lose the Super Bowl. Yeah. Fuck Randy Moss. (laughs) One of the greatest receivers, and I'm like, fuck him. (laughs) Yeah. Man, there's got to be more, man. I I know there's more names here. Oh, yeah, because, I mean, yeah, there's a bunch of these guys who lose the Super Bowl every year. Keyshawn Johnson, he actually got traded, and then they won it, right? Okay. So they're, they're, maybe that trumps it. The, uh, one that was, the one that was crazy was Tiki Barber, how he retired right before they ended up winning it. Yeah, right? <laughs> I mean, who do, they, who do they have at running back? Was it uh, Bradshaw? I think it was. Let me. I know me... there was another bad motherfucker along with uh, along with Barber those years, there was a guy who would come in and he was a bad motherfucker too. But I know it wasn't. I know it wasn't Bradshaw yet. No, it's so Derek Ward. That uh, he might have been the main it guy. Been, it might have been Derek Ward. Okay, let me go put her down real quick. All right, cool. Yeah, and Antonio said I'm ready to be in the playoff league with my brother Luigi. Oh yeah, I'm in that one. JC Money Designs in that one too. Yeah, that one's gonna be a crazy league. I I, I don't think it was Jacobs yet. I, I think that that was like the that was the second one where it was Ahmad Bradshaw and Brandon Jacobs. Oh, you're right because he, he retired 2006. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that, that's all I see is Derek Ward there. And, I mean, uh, Jim Flynn, Chad Morton, James Sims. I don't remember any of them. Yeah, I definitely don't remember none of them. Tom, Tom Coughlin days. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, that was the Tom Coughlin days. Tom Coughlin was and Yeah, and David P. says winning five bucks in golf. I hope it holds up. Let me oh, see. Oh, that's what I was supposed to do this morning. Say it louder. He didn't hear you. Hi, Bogart. Hey, what's up, Noble? <laughs> how, how you doing, man? Good. How are you doing? I'm pretty good. Couldn't complain. You know what I mean? Slow motion in the big ocean. Trying to stay afloat. 
I can't. Uh, I can't complain. I'm PGA. I'm winning. I'm winning ten bucks right now. Let's go. Ten buckaroos. Ten smackers. Million bucks. Oh, I, oh, oh, yeah. I hope it's ten million. Yeah, or twenty-seven million. <laughs> or tw- twenty-seven million. There you go. I like how you went to twenty-seven. I like the numbers that are <laughs> by three, or divis- divisible by three. Good number, twenty-seven. He loves it. Eric Miller, he says, AB lives two blocks away from me in Hollywood Oaks, Broward, Florida. He's always getting into trouble locally with the police. You read it too. Hey, that's crazy, man. Because they and you know what's funny about that is like this is the guy who lives two blocks from me. You know he's not hey, hey, putting it on your hair, so you, you're putting it on sideways. Sideways. Yeah, I bet, man. I, I bet. What a man. What a dummy. <laughs> Why'd you call me? Uh, not you, Antonio Brown. He's a big old dummy. What's Antonio? Yeah, what's an Antonio Brown? <laughs> and Sonia Brown. <laughs> and Juan, he said uh, Sony Michelle or Rashad Penny, and then Mike Evans or Brandon Cooks. So Penny's playing the Cardinals. I'd probably take Penny. I think I would too, the way that they've been running it. The, nine, the Niners are a good run. Oh, you know what I mean? I mean, Sony's going to get all the volume. Maybe instead of 90%. They go ahead and give him like eighty percent because they did say Cam Akers is gonna go. He's a full, he's a full go at practice. I they mean, said he's gonna play this week. Yeah, he's a full okay. go. Unless, I mean, when they say because they, I read full go at practice, so I'm assuming. Let me rephrase yeah. that. They didn't say that he's gonna go for sure, but that's the that's that's the talk right now. I'm sure that'll be that'll be Friday news for sure whether he's gonna go or not because who knows? Maybe it's like Derrick Henry where they just designated him to return off of IR so we could get in better practices. It's, it's, it's a and B, you know, it's, it's a, they took him off to get him ready for this playoff stretch, but it's also B that they took him off when they did. Um, so he can get his, uh, his little season bonus or whatever it was like, so shout out to the Rams. Yeah. Hell yeah. They're like, yo, and what about the Mike Evans or Brandon Cooks? I, I feel like I want to go Brandon Cooks just because we don't know how much uh, playing the Jets are going to play. play. So they're playing. Who are the Texans playing? They're playing uh, the, tit- the Titans. Yep. So like, I mean, and Titans suck against the wide receivers. Yeah. And I mean, this is probably a volume play. I'm going Brandon Cooks. Yeah, I'm rocking it there too. Steven in the building. What up, bro? So what up, my man? Hustler. Hey, and Steven, I sent you the money on Apple Pay. So let me know if you can't figure out how to transfer it. I'm just talking. Chase in the building. What up, bro? All right. We got to talk a little bit about this AB stuff. AB stuff? Yeah. We got to talk about this AB stuff. What what have you heard? Because I'm hearing a bunch of different things. That he's trying. To, he's trying to sue them for real now. That's what I heard. Yeah, for like um for like playing him through his ankle injury apparently. But then I heard stuff that like two weeks before this, like he was trying to get his agent to get his incentives guaranteed for the season, no matter what he finished uh, stat wise. Cause he knew he was hurt and he's looking like it's, 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 it's going away. Like he's not going to be able to get the chance. Right. I mean, he missed a significant amount of time. You know, what's funny. I feel like AB owes hella money to somebody. You know what I mean? 
Like, these are the actions of somebody that owes another motherfucker money. Like, bro, like, bro I need to get this money, dog. Why? Just, I, I can't tell you why. And like, <laughs> this fool owes somebody money. Like, somebody got, I mean, otherwise, like, you could just really just say he's crazy. And he's, you know, he has mental health and he needs help. I, mean, I don't want to say he's crazy. That's messed up. That's insensitive. I'd say he probably he really does have mental health issues. And, um, you know, this is just him spazzing. You know what I mean? Like, because then if that's the case, you really can't be mad at the guy. This is just par for the course. You know what I mean? Yeah, and let's see. So he missed. He missed week three. Missed week seven. Week eight. Nine. Uh, well, they had a bye week nine. Why? Uh, week 10, 11, Why? 12, 13, 14, and week 15. So he missed Why? nine weeks out of the season three of those um and and who knows if if he would have been able to play through the injury anyways at that point when he got suspended for the uh um the what's called the fake vaccine card yeah i mean and like another thing too is they probably should have just put him on ir when he got that first ankle and then maybe they could have kept that uh that uh fake vaccination shit under wraps because that's what i think after that vaccination shit happened it just became about a b and 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 the whole locker room feel has got to be this is about the team. You know that's what Brady's going to enforce. You see it in uh, Man in the Arena, and uh, and he, you know it's, it's it's a common theme in every episode where he's talking about you know it's about the team. You know what I mean? It's not about me. It's about the team. If you're AB, like that's that's where Tom Brady will probably draw the line. You know what I mean? Like listen, bro, you know it's about the team and about getting this chip, and you're over here sweating a bag. You know what I mean, and and causing all this drama, every, left and right, right? Like this is like this is mad incidences, and a small bag, you know, for what these guys are used to. Yeah, and I get it; it's for principle. I would I would spaz about my bag all day. You know what I mean? There's principality here, especially if you owe somebody money, which AB probably does. <laughs> yeah, I mean, shit, that was everyone. <laughs> he owes me money. <laughs> and Stephen, check your text messages. It's already sent. I sent it last night. And uh, Chase said it's tough because Tampa should be held responsible if they're being shady, but AG, AB is a whack job, so I don't know who to believe. I don't know who to believe either. I mean, the dude the dude did tweak his ankle in uh, in practice on Wednesday, you know, before that game. So I just don't I, I just don't understand. I don't know. I, w- I wish I knew everything that was going on. And uh, JC said got to pay for the new album that he's dropping. And uh, I don't think anyone's going to, I mean, I I guess people will pay, but it's trash. And Antonio said, someone got to pay for those courtside tickets. (laughs) And uh, yeah, I just don't even know what to believe at this point. Cause um yeah, I mean, we shouldn't we shouldn't call AB crazy, but I mean, he's definitely doing things that crazy people do. And um yeah, the mental health is real and we know he's probably got a couple screws loose um from all the CTE and different things like that and it's just tough all around. Tom Brady says that we're supposed to be compassionate, so everyone wants to listen to the goat and says that he's always That's right. That's like no wrong. You know what that is? When Tom Brady comes out and says we got to be compassionate, that sounds like He's basically inferring, like, hey, y'all, he confided in me. 
he definitely has some mental health issues and we need to be compassionate to it. You know what I mean? Cause that's, that's saying it without saying it. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, is it worse than uh, than Lev Bell when he's rapping? Bogart, I'll give you the stage on that. Who is a better rapper, uh, or or who is the worst? You know, of the two, I'd probably say Lev Bell because like he just throws auto tune on the shit and thinks like, Ugh, it is hard. You know what I mean? And like, I like he, you could tell there's like zero effort put into the writing or anything, just like. Like the delivery, and it's really just putting auto tune on it and picking a dope ass beat and being like, "Oh, this is hard." A B, you could tell his crazy ass trying to put thought to the shit. You know what I mean? It's that's like, what that's what makes his like even more sad though, because like yeah, it's horrible. It's really bad. It's really bad. But I'm just saying, like, you know, I I appreciate the process. I bet you A B is actually like, you know, thinking like in A B's mind, he probably thinks this is gonna be a hit. You yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he had another one about give me my money or something like that. What was it? Or uh, uh, my money, somebody's money. It was like the one that came out like in the summer. I forget, but that that shit was like I was like, oh okay. I mean, it was trash, but I was like, oh okay. It sound because to be honest, you turn on the radio, most of that shit sounds like trash. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. I mean, but, but I'm I'm the old I'm officially the old guy now though too. You know what I mean? Or I just you know what I mean I don't have an ear for that shit for that young shit. You know what I mean? I just don't, you know what I mean? Beats are tight. Man, this is uh, this is pretty crazy. So um, uh, our, our man Lee, the guy who get, who does all the news for me and posts all the news and shit on my page as everything's posting, he sent me this stuff about AB right now. Uh, um, and apparently he's put this out on Instagram. I'm going to go, uh, I'm going to go fact check this, but it's a text yeah. message. You, did you see that text message? It's, it's a statement. What? I, I kind of, I glossed through it. You could so tell that you could tell that uh, you know, he probably had some PR or somebody help him write this. You know what I mean? No, 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 no. I'm not talking about that. This is a text message that he leaked, and it's from uh, apparently Tom Brady's guy, um, who charged oh, Guerrero. Yeah, yeah, charged him 100k or whatever, yeah. and um, never really did anything or whatever. Yeah, he's withholding. He's with. I'm telling you, bro. AB owes somebody money, bro. He's like, listen, bro. All you did was give me like a little shoulder shoulder rub, bro. I need my hundred k back. <laughs> and you know what? Now, see, this is what's fucked up. Don't fuck with, don't fuck with Alex Guerrero, bro. That's Tom Brady's man. That's like, that's the brain. Isn't that that's like his personal like? That's like, the brains, guy, right? Or whatever. He's the brains behind the TB12 lifestyle, behind the TB12 method. Yeah, he's that guy. You know what yeah, I mean? he's the guy that probably was like. Here, try this. He eats it. He's like, mm, that's delicious. What's that? Avocados. <laughs> you know what I mean? No way, Alex. Yes. Like, you know what I mean? This is the key. That's that motherfucker. You know what I mean? Yep. And like all everybody fucks with him. You know what I mean? If you're Tom's guy, you fuck with Guerrero. He's gonna take care of you. You know, Gronk, uh, uh Edelman. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, he sends all his peeps to it. Mm-hmm. And in this case, AB. So he's like, listen, man, it's 100K. And he goes and he said, man, all he gave me was a cucumber water and a motherfucking back rub, bro. Nah, man, I'm telling you, he's the best. And now AB's like, give me my fucking 100 bands. <laughs> you didn't put me on the same regimen. You put TB12. I already hurt my ankle. He's like, man, he's like, you know how much, how much guacamole I ate, bro? <laughs> oh, man. Straight savage. Okay. And Antonio said, I think Paul made a diss to that song. What? 
<laughs> now Jake Paul's trying to fight Antonio Brown. <laughs> hey, oh, or that. Lev Bell. That's who you're talking about, right? Lev Bell, because uh, Lev Bell was talking shit. Hey, but how about this, though? Lev Bell. Lev Bell. Okay, what, what was his running style? Patient, kind of gets a little ballerina with it. You know what he would do? He would train in boxing in the offseason. So oh, really? That's how his footwork got so nice? Mm-hmm. I would love to see him fuck up Jake Paul. Because you know why? This Le'Veon Bell got M's. Jake, Jake Paul can't have that conversation where I'm like, hey, bro, so, you know, I'll give you like, a you know, 1.2. And, uh, you know, you just take a dive. He's like, fuck that. I got bread. You know what I mean? I, I really feel like this is a conversation that, that Jake has with his opponents. Yeah, because you look at that last one. Put his hands down. I'm not a boxer, nor do I pretend to be one. But there is no boxer in the world that's going to drop his hands like that when all Jake Paul is doing is going for face shots the entire time. You're not dropping your hands like that. Yeah, I don't know, man. It's um, Someday somebody's going to blow the whistle on Jake Paul and be like, yeah, I was the guy that helped coordinate all the fights and – and like, and it won't matter because he's, he's already just getting everybody's money. You know what I mean? It's it's, it's too late, and people won't even care. It's just like when I knew the, I knew the uh, the culture uh, uh, of street of the streets that correlated with music. I, I knew that was dead when Takashi Six Nine could like snitch and then get out, and people and his albums like platinum and people. You know what I mean? Like yeah, and switch from blood sets to crip sets or whatever he did, vice versa or whatever. Like I don't know, man. Yellow, green, white. Purple, whatever the fuck colors you wearing, bro. He dyed his whole hair, everything. It's just funny because, you know, that little Chucky looking motherfucker with the tattoos on his face, bro. He would have been killed, been get popped. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Like it's just, and you know, he knew that he knew the guys that he was running with, so he just snitched on all of them. Puts puts a lot of good people away. You know what I'm saying? When I say good people, I mean they're probably terrible, but I mean like you know real ones that live by a code. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then, like, you know, because that's the mass, that's the masses these days. Motherfuckers don't have no code. You know I, mean? I don't even know how I got in this tirade, but. You know. <laughs> Talking about Jake Paul's bitch ass. Yeah, Jake Paul's bitch ass. But I, I did see, thanks to Antonio, um, he, he sent me a video that Dana White um, put out. And because, uh, mm-hmm. you know, Jake Paul's calling out, you know, I mean, some of the prize fighters, you know, like, oh, yeah, that's why you're calling them out. Because these guys actually sell pay-per-views. And now you're trying to, you know, trying to piggyback off of them. He was like, you said that I do coke. He was like, I'll take a drug test. He was like, you ready to take a steroid test? <laughs> oh, shit. And he'll have, you know what's crazy? I think it's called USA or uh, USADA. Okay. It's whatever the company that's like, you know, with the, with the, with them peoples, you know, with the, the federal regulations, there's a company that UFC is, is uh, that, that UFC has to use when they test their guys. These motherfuckers will show up anywhere you're at in the fucking world. If Dana White was like, I want to test this guy for steroids, you know what I'm saying? Jake Paul could be in fucking China and there'd be a motherfucker high in the bowl of rice ready to <laughs> test his ass. <laughs> the Pulp Fiction reference there. But you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just, they don't play. You know what I mean? He'll be able to tell. Yeah. I mean, at minimum, he's Well, because probably- he said he already knows, um, like, whoever his manager is or his partner is in something, Jake Paul... He, he said how he used to work for, uh, like, Dana White used to be his boss, and that motherfucker was shady as hell, and he had to kick him to the curb. So who knows the level of what he was doing. And from, that, that guy is probably the guy who was like, yeah, I did coke with Dana White one time. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, And listen, he has White in his name. You know Dana White's done some coke, bro. Yeah. I mean, like, 
and and Dana White, he's a savage, bro. He used to box. Yeah. Like, I think he's like, and he, I mean, he's from Boston too. Where you know they get in this, you know, listen, the white boys in Boston, they get crazy, bro. Like he grew up, he was one of them bar the barroom brawlers. You feel me? Yeah. And, uh, and a motherfucker got hit. So like, I, I guess like the mafia, like the local mob. There's a story like about the local mob. They were trying to get him to fix fights because you know he's you know hosting. Uh, I mean, he was uh he had a little boxing like promotion or whatnot. Uh-huh. And he wants them to fix the, the, the matches. And he's like, nah. And then so he gets into like in a brawl with these motherfuckers. And somebody hit him so hard in his fucking ear, he went deaf and shit. And one of so one of his ears, he's like deaf or some shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Dana White's a savage, bro. You don't become a extreme multi-billionaire without being a savage, bro. Oh yeah. That ain't happening. I mean, I guess if you're like you know, Dana White's kids, I guess that's a different story, right? Like, motherfuckers. No, no, no. I mean, we're not talking about someone yeah. who's like born into money. We're not talking about Aries. Is that what they call them? Heirs? Heirs? Yeah, heirs, yeah. yeah. But yeah, his kids are going to be, yeah, his kids, kids, kids are already taken care of. We already know that. What up, Deb? What's going on, bro? Derek's in the building. What up, bro? What up, Derek? What up, Zeb? Um, okay. And uh, Zeb brought up Miles Sanders here. So Miles Sanders is not playing this week. They said they ruled him out and uh they um and then they got a couple other uh linemen that are questionable for the game. And uh Zeb said <coughs> made my 2022 uh third round pick and my 2023 third round pick for Miles Sanders. Thoughts on the trade dynasty league. I got some decent running backs, so Sanders will be depth. I mean, okay, Sanders was drafted 2019. 19, 20, 21. So he's been on, he's three years on his contract. I think he's a second or third rounder. I can't remember. If he's a second rounder, then I guess that this is okay. You probably have two years out of him. So those, so those third round picks, I'm not mad at getting rid of them. I, he's I a will, sec, second rounder, 53 overall. Oh, second round. Huh. I don't know. I'm, it's, I like that Sirianni wants to run the ball. I want the running back that's going to start. I just don't know who's going to be. This year, I, I feel like the next – they got so many picks. I, I feel like they're going to go off – if they got like a running back, they're going to they're gonna draft one. You know what I mean? If they like yeah. one in his draft and he's there, they're going to draft one. And he could be trade bait. You know, an NFL trade bait. I feel like I would. Uh, I, I feel like I would do it because in most leagues, I mean, if it's not an IDP league, if it's not a super flex league, those third round picks are kind of meh, anyways. Yeah, I mean, like, and and a lot of times rookie drafts are only like four or five rounds. Like, if you don't have IDPs, you know yeah, I mean? ours are only seven rounds because we do have IDPs. Yeah, and our third round picks are. I mean, they're they're pretty golden. You can find some uh, some steals there. Yes, Superflex and IDP. I'm gonna go ahead and say I'm okay with it. This is depth. I just don't think I think like the value of Sanders in reality is like a rotational guy. You know what I mean? Like he seems to me like the guy that'll be the lead dog to start the year and then lose his job to an incumbent like rookie. Like and, and he just keeps getting hurt. I mean, that's the thing that sucks about yeah. it, you know. So yeah, if it was like a second rounder, first rounder, I mean, no way, but Third rounder, I'm I'm okay doing that because you're not really giving up much to get him. And if he never does anything for you, you know, it's not that bad. But hopefully he comes in into camp and uh, maybe get some hype and then maybe you can even move him, you know, 
for some for two better picks in the future. I mean, like like I said, I think um, this is a team that this is a team that's that they're probably not going to trade for Watson, so they have a ton of first round picks. If they, you know they if they believe Jalen Hurts is their guy, and and remember what we covered this when they traded for Gardner Minshew, I said that puts them that tells me that they don't want Watson because you get a you get a guy like Minshew who like he's basically like a, a replica of Jalen Hurts. You know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. Same, you could use the same playbook, is what I should say. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Hell yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, like, they might even spend up on a, on a running back. They spent up on a receiver in this past draft. Yep. This organization spent up on a receiver the past two years, Jalen Rager and then uh, Devontae Smith. And Jalen Rager is not even that bad, but, um, yeah, it's. I mean, he, it seemed like he, he that they really missed in year one on him. This is what happened. It's a 2020 year, no training camp, like traditional shit like that. No preseason, right? Yep. And then he, and then when they do start the little one week or two week uh, training camp at whatever that, that it was probably like a month before kickoff, and um, he had broke his hand. Remember that? Yep. Yeah. So he was just doomed from the start. Then it was the whole Carson Wentz slash Jalen Hurts bullshit, and yeah. There's a lot of drama last year. And then- it was Greg Ward? Greg Ward was going crazy. Yeah. And then uh, what's that other motherfucker? Uh, he had motherfucker in his name. Uh. Uh. He was ah oh, man. Someone needs to. Someone pull. This is gonna kill me. It was. He was the Eagles receiver last year. He was going crazy for like five weeks straight. Quez? No. This was in 2020. Oh, let me see. Um, what is his name, bro? He, he had a name last yeah, name. Yeah, I think I say white side. No, not that guy. Let's see. He, Travis Fulgham. Yes, Travis Mutter Fulgham. That's what I call yeah, him. Yeah, what do you have? His five week stretch of balling? Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, these this is why Jalen Rager wasn't like a thing. There was these other guys yeah. connecting. With whoever it was, fucking that Travis, was so funny. Travis Holcomb, he was a thing for a couple weeks. Yeah, the, and a big thing too. And I remember one of those was uh was a Thursday night game. I think it was against the Giants. Well, yeah, whenever they had their their third string uh, tight end when he balled out, can't even remember his name to save my life. But oh, was it my man uh, Double R, my man uh, Richard Rogers? Yeah, there you go. That's yeah, it was. <laughs> I remember that shit. Because yeah, I think yeah, Mother Fogum. I said he had motherfucker in his name, but he had a motherfogum. He was going crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh shit. Oh yeah. Well, that's pretty much all we got uh for today. Antonio said I remember I picked him up last year. Hell yeah, because I was talking about him on my shows, that's for sure. As in the waiver wire segments. Yeah, and he was one of those guys that just kept going because, you know, the Eagles had the stank on him. So nobody was touching him. He was always like – he was like a, a under the, the 60% threshold for, like, majority of that time he was balling. It went until, like, the last two weeks, and then he fell off on people real fast. Oh, but yeah. But he finally got up to, like, over 80% roster ship. Yeah. yeah, it took a while. All right. Well, uh, yeah, we got no more news. We got no more questions. So why don't we wrap a bow on this thing and uh, tell them, tell them everything. Bogart on the way out. 
Well, you know, where do I where do I start, right? I mean, <laughs> just there's just so many things I want to say, but I'm just gonna go with the standard. The Earth is my turf, and uh, universe give me money. Uh, you can follow me at the GMM Network. Um, I, I, I apparently I am gonna be making my Facebook debut because I have to now in order to play in these leagues. So I'll be on Facebook probably in the next like 48 hours. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, and um, yeah, I think I, I mean, I guess we're we're still doing. Are we doing a um? Oh, my bad. I, thought, I was thinking it was Friday. I was gonna say, are we doing Saturday night tips? But yeah, you know what I'm saying. Um, catch us tomorrow, FNT. And uh, if y'all want to watch the recap, the shit was dummy lit last night. Check that out too. Uh, uh, you know what I'm saying on 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 either me or Hustle's channel. And go ahead and subscribe to the GMM Network on YouTube. Now I'm just rambling. Yeah. Adventures on the queue. Should I be worried about Devontae Adams will be rested part of the game? Should I start Pittman instead with his usage? I mean, I, I, I wouldn't want to start Adams. I don't think he's going to play that much if he plays. I'd play Pittman against the Jags. Yeah. I mean, it's the Jags. Here's a fun fact. Um, in the last five years, uh, the Colts have lost to Jacksonville in Jacksonville. Ooh. And the Colts need to win to have a shot to get into the playoffs. And Carson Wentz just seems like that guy that would be like, yeah, they say we don't ever win here. And it'd be like, they lose and be like, yeah, well, you know, I told y'all we never win here. He better not bum it up out there. And David P said, what does it uh, mean, the free free mean on the $20 entry? So there's – it's just a loophole. It's, it's it's their loophole. When it says free, that means it's it, you, you've already paid for it. Basically, that's that's well, what you paid for. Well, there well there is one. In oh, the, there is the free free. Yeah. No, 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 no. There's one where it says twenty dollar entry, on the in, in the membership ones. It's uh. So what it is with that one? If you refer someone who ends up getting into that, you you end up getting a piece of that oh, of, yeah. uh, of the winnings. But it's like. Uh, they pay out 10, 10 places and that's it. It's 50 entry uh, total that can get in this. And so first gets 250, second gets 150, third gets 100, fourth gets 75, uh, five through eight gets 50, and then ninth and 10th place get 25. So what what is that? Like uh, like 20%, 20% of the of the contest is getting paid out. And then if you happen to refer the person who ends up uh, winning, I don't know if it's, is it the top winner? (laughs) Yeah. If you, if one of your, uh, the top five positions pay. So if you, if you have someone, if you refer someone who's in the top five, you end up getting 20% of their winnings, like 20% matched of their winnings. I like it. All right, and uh, Antonio said, "You know where to find them on the Mario Kart circuit." Hell yeah! Yeah, yeah. Talking about shout out to Toad. That's my man's. <laughs> yeah, and uh, make sure you guys go hit me up, fantasyfootballhustler.com. That's where you can get to all the podcasts. You can sign up for Super Draft Pro there. You can get on Patreon, so you can get into these playoff leagues. That I'm about to start placing people into leagues, like in the next few hours. I'm just had to get past FNT and uh, pay out some more of these winners, and uh, and we're on to these playoff leagues. It's all going down. They're going to be fun 
as hell. Bogart's going to be in a couple of them. JC Money Design is going to be in a couple of them as well. And um, I'm going to be in all of them, every single league. So any league that you join, um, you'll be playing with me either way. All right. We're out. We'll see you. Uh, JC Money Design's got his show in a few hours. So make sure you tap in for all the basketball stuff. And uh, we'll see you back here tomorrow, 4 p.m. Eastern, 1 Pacific for you West Coasters. Peace out. Peace. As I make my way, the fact I'm still alive, my claim to fame. It's no surprise I'm on the rise, finna stake my claim. Separate me from the others, cause we ain't the same. Ask my brothers from another, we ain't for play. Time is money, so we got no time to wait. Soon as this thing's moving, it can't be stopped. Blue bands in my pocket, call that juggernaut. That quote, finna get a bag, bustin' down that blow. Out of East San Ho, where they know my name.